Good morning. It's great to see you. My name is Dave. And uh, if it's your first day here at Connect, if you've not been here before, welcome. It's great to see you. It's also your last day here at the middle school. So thanks for coming. It was nice to see you. We'll never see you here again. So, um, but we hope to see you at our new location that you will get to hear um, more about here soon. But we are extremely excited. God's presented a wonderful opportunity for us to purchase uh, a building in the middle of town. Uh, it's where our tractor supply company used to be, right next to Aftering. So great location right there in the heart of town, and uh, we're just super excited for this next chapter of our journey here at Connect Church, all that God's going to do uh, in our new location. But we want to spend a little bit of time this morning just reflecting back over the last five or six years uh, at the time we've been here in Washington Middle School. So what I've actually decided to do is I've asked some friends to come join me on the stage this morning. So we have uh, a great staff here at Connect. We have some people who make up what's called our management team, kind of the oversight of the church. So I've asked some of them to join me. We actually had some of the other staff members in first service. We're going to upload both videos to the web this week. So if you want to see what the people in first service had to say, you can watch that video after watching our uh, group here this morning. So we're going to just sit together on the stage and share some stories, and they're going to answer some questions about what God's been up to uh, from their perspective over the last five or six years and uh, what they're excited about moving into the future. So I will come and uh, grab a seat right here and uh, have our team introduce themselves, because they s sit in uh, various different roles. So why don't we start down the end here with Chris? My name's Chris Kellenberger. I am a volunteer here and on the management team. My name is Justin Kilpatrick, and uh, my wife and I are the uh, youth pastors here, as well as the uh, creative directors. I am Caitlin Kilpatrick, and I'm Justin's wife, and what he said. <laughs> I'm Casey, and Dave's my husband. I'm Dave, and Casey's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, couldn't do it without her. She's amazing. I'm Whitney Klinky, and I'm the children's director here. And I have two microphones. Yes. <laughs> Don't know why I was holding that up. I just can't help it. I'm just, I know. Give me a mic, and I'll hold it. <laughs> Christmas, no, it doesn't matter. It's another story for another day. So, um... It's great having these folks up on the stage because they represent, so Whitney is our children's pastor, um, but she wasn't with us at the very beginning. Uh, Chris and Justin and Caitlin have been with us from the very beginning, so you've got a good variety of current members and, and core group um, initial launch members. So what I thought we'd start off with, guys, maybe share um, some stories kind of on a, uh, a lighter note as we reflect back over the last six years, so maybe some funny memories of life here at Connect. So can you think of a funny story you can share, something that's happened? And Caitlin's dying. Awesome. <laughs> um, give me a mic and I'll talk I know. in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to think. Okay, so we have uh, things called in-ears, which are just like headphones oh. that go in our, the worship team does. So then, like, as we're singing, we can hear um, something different than what you guys hear. We actually have control over it. And I've made the mistake of not taking Dave's mic out of my ears before. So in the middle of me leading a song, I get the privilege of hearing Dave also lead that song two octaves higher than I am. <laughs> but he does have a really good voice if you want to hear sometime. We'll have to you put don't. him in for you. 
it's, it's way higher than mine, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds, it sounds like Adele. <laughs> yeah, it's the British thing. It's a lovely sound. It's a mix between Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> so I was trying to think of, like, fun stuff, funny things that happened. I'm like... All, like most of the fun stuff that I've been a part of has taken place because I've helped these guys since the beginning of the youth group here. We have so much fun with those kids, and it's just been a, a blessing to be uh, a part of Connect Youth. And like this Wednesday, we have Color Wars coming up, and I'm like, it'll be like two weeks of washing dye out of my ears and nose <laughs> and every part of your body. So, But it's so much fun to be a part of that. But I was thinking of a funny story, and one of the ones that I thought of was... Uh, it was on our first anniversary Sunday here, so we're trying to think, like, what can we do to make this, like, the coolest, best Sunday ever? We got to celebrate this. We've been here for yeah. a year, so we, uh, at that time, we had, like, these drapes up here that kind of, like, covered where you walk up, and um, we're like, we're going to do glitter cannons. It's going to be so cool, so I'm, like, shopping online, and, like, yeah, they're kind of expensive. It's probably not the best way to spend the money of the church's money, and, like, We'd like to celebrate that. And then we find out there's a guy at another church. He's got these cannons. And I'm like, sweet. All we got to do is, like, charge these cannons up. They got, like, this little PSI pressure gauge on the side. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And he made them. He made them, he yes. Actually, yeah, he yes. built They're these at a homemade PVC, So already there's trouble. <laughs> so I get on Amazon or whatever and buy, like, this bulk thing of glitter. And it's, like, not big pieces of glitter. It's, like, glitter powder. <laughs> and so we pack these things full you can't test them because it'd be a mess, right? So we get packed and we put one on that side on top of these, one of our carts on that side and one on this side. And we're like, when we hit this note in the song, we're just going to like, boom, and like blow these cannons out, okay? It's going to go, it's going to so, be so cool. It'll be glittered coming down over the whole crowd. I mean, in our mind, it's going to be the coolest thing that's ever happened here at this church. But uh, so we, you know, we time it to... One gets, one shoots off and knocks off backwards, doesn't fire anything. And breaks. <laughs> Break. We broke the guy's homemade glitter cannon on the ground over here. The other one does shoot, but it only hits about the first two or three rows. And there's just a pile of glitter. So then we're just, people are just taking it and throwing it. And it was a mess. It took forever to clean up. And we were, we had glitter on stuff around here for at least a year after that. Yeah. It was, and there was... There was a caretaker who worked here at the time, and I, I bet it was weeks before he finally stopped oh, asking yeah. me, you're not doing one of those glitter cannons, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, Don't do that again. <laughs> so that, that one, you know, always brings a good chuckle. Yes. Okay. So I, I can't think of any, like, funny stories, but I will say being with the kids every Sunday, they keep me on my toes. I mean, the things that they say and they ask, um, they just make it so fun for me, and they have me just dying laughing. So the kids alone that I get to be with every single Sunday are just the best. But we actually, Caitlin and I were talking right before this, and most of our funny moments um, is just from the things that Dave says <laughs> that just are not even normal or right. So... That is like what I feel like. There's so many. We need to make a video of just Dave Jane bloopers. And just, we should have done it today and just embarrass the heck out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And everybody, take a look. No. But I feel like that's the stuff that we laugh at the most. And honestly, just being on staff, the time that we spend together with each other and 
um, I, we just laugh so hard about everything. I mean, we, I mean, there's times that we're, I'm sitting in a, one of our staff meetings and I have like tears just running down my face just because everybody's just so funny. But, um, <laughs> honestly, I just feel like there's just been so many great moments, moments, but, uh, I feel like, yeah, Dave is just, it's just what you say half the time. I think that's the problem. So mine goes along with that because <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular occurrence on Mine's more funny after church, what we do every week. We just kind of debrief service, and, but one of the normal questions that, that I've become known to ask is, okay, what stupid things did you say today? Because <laughs> he's one to call people by the wrong names, just say something really, like, inappropriate, not okay. Well, not, like, it's because I'm English. In England, yeah, it's, it's fine just, to use that word. <laughs> it's just... We ha anyway, we usually have to talk about which service he's going to put online because he said something wrong in first service or second service, and it's become a normal, a normal thing watching what he says and trying to teach him. So that did better. It's funny because um, we're reflecting back on the last five or six years here at the middle school, and yet I know that this will continue on in the new building as well because it's yeah, me. No, it's so uh, I did share this during the first service that. Um, one of many stories I could very easily share, but I remember stood, and this is why, because I remember stood right back there in front of the bleachers, and uh, I saw a lady who I knew, and I said, hey, I said, your volunteer badge is out on the table out there. She said, my volunteer badge? I said, yeah. I said, you signed up, didn't you, to help with the welcome team? I saw your badge back there with your name on. She goes, I don't think so. I said, are you sure? I said, I'm sure it's your name. She goes, I think you're getting me confused with the lady who's now married to my ex-husband. <laughs> And I was. It, was. it was her volunteer badge that was ready because they come as well now to the church. And I was like, oh, yeah. And we laughed, and she's never been to the church since. They don't come either. <laughs> I'm joking. She came for a while after that. <laughs> Actually, so there is one other story I remember. So um, between services, my father-in-law reminded me that... Uh, his favorite memory from the last five or six years is that Justin and Caitlin, they did a youth service um, a few years back, and as part of the youth service, they had my son, Ben, kind of come up and do a little message and kind of a wrap-up, and uh, he literally opened up the service by saying something and kind of got a laugh, and he said something else, and he goes, well, you know, just so you know who I am, um, I'm Dave's son, you know Dave, he's the guy that owns the church, and uh, had to explain to my son afterwards that I don't own the church, <laughs> that we just lease this place. But the next church, I will own. Yeah. Okay, so that's... <laughs> I won't own that one either. <laughs> any, uh, let's just shift gears a bit. Let's, any memorable stories that are like, wow, that's why we do what we do. That's, that's what I'll always remember when I look back on this time. Uh, just some of those moments, it's like, man, that, that is what I'll always remember about those first few years of the church. I know one thing for, uh, for us, like being super involved with the youth um, and talking like with them in the youth group, we do all the time, we'll do like worship services, we'll have different like altar calls, things like that. Um, and during the summers, we always go to summer camp um, every year. And just the times where um, we get to like get real and dive deep and pray with each other and worship together and uh, pray for students who are our friends, pray for students who um, 
maybe aren't in the group or aren't at camp or aren't following God and, and listening to those issues and those problems. And then even with the things that the, the students are dealing with, um, talking to them and being able to pray with them, um, whether it's at camp, whether it's at worship services, they, talking after youth group or in small group. Um, it's, it's something that we don't take for granted because it's definitely a rare thing. There's not like places in our culture where you're able to go mm. and uh, like just talk open about God and your struggles and ask people to pray for you and things like that. So those are, are super uh, special and important times for us. And it's just crazy to see um, this is now like five years in from when we took over the youth group and the kids that are had ju- just graduated this year were like our first group mm-hmm. and they're now graduating. They're out and it's amazing to see the growth of a kid from eighth grade all the way to graduating high school. Um, so that's that's definitely like my yeah. favorite best memories. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I have a couple. I have a lot, but I'll only share a couple. <laughs> but uh, so with our our vision and our mission, except or uh, connecting our community to Christ, I feel like. My family, we've invited a lot of our friends to Mm -hmm. come to connect who had no relationship with Jesus at all. And we just are like, you know, come alongside. It's a fun place. You'll like it here. And I have seen so many of our friends accept Christ and change their lives. And it's just been amazing. And now they they serve. They're in small groups. Their their children are involved. And um, I have just seen marriages change and lives change just by coming through the door for the mm-hmm. first time. So that's been amazing to see. And then also just the kids. Um, I've had the opportunity to baptize a couple of them. So to have them come in and be timid and kind of see them break out of their shell and then ask questions and then want to take that next step, it's just been so great to see. And it just re- like reassures me, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm doing it because I, I get to change children's lives. And I only have a small little part, but whatever small little part I can do, it's, it's huge, and it's cool to see just kids kind of take that next step and then be so open and free to talk about it with other kids. Um, it's just really amazing to see the transformations in adults and children. Yeah. Um, for me, I think, you know, kind of how Justin said, the kids growing up, it, it's been so cool to see personally, and I'm sure everybody has same, you know, their own experience, but personally to see my own family grow up in this church over the last, you know, six years or so. That on the very sec on the second uh, launch meeting, my granddaughter she was like days old, and now she's you know she's going to be going into first grade, and it's just cool to see. And my daughter's coming here with her family, and it's just really cool to see it, that they've found a church at their young age for their family that works for them and somewhere they can call home. And that's and it's and you know I don't care where they go to church; they can go to church wherever they want. But it's really cool that they get to come to church where where I go to church mm-hmm. and where where we serve together and. And do those sorts of things. And to, to see my son growing up here and being a part of this youth group, it's been so instrumental in his life and his, in his faith. And um, I'm just really proud of the things these guys are doing. I'm really proud of him. He was in fourth grade when we started this. He's going to be a junior in high school this year. It's just crazy. Uh-huh. Um, just to think how quick. It, just feel, it feels like a blur now when yeah. we look back um, to see how quick it went. But one really cool Sunday that will always stick out to me. And Dave had mentioned this earlier um, on that very uh, first baptism service, I was able to baptize my son uh, here. So that was a really special moment. And I'll always be able to look back and say, hey, Washington Middle School, I mean, that'll be, the, that's the place, you know, we can drive by this building and be like, that's the place where you got baptized, yeah. where you 
came to know Jesus yeah. because of the church that was in that building. So um, that's, that was a really special Sunday and just kind of thinking back, you know, seeing how our family has grown and changed over the last six years. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to share something a little personal because when we first decided to launch this church, um, I was terrified. I knew that God had called us to do it, but I was terrified. And I was more, most terrified for my kids because I have known several pastors' kids throughout the years, and I just didn't want my kids to turn into typical pastors' kids, I guess. And, and maybe they are. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but the thing is, is I, I was so worried, like overkill, like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to. I, I, I remember having conversations with Dave the first year. I'm like, you don't come in this house and tell them they're going to help you tear down again and set up. <laughs> you ask if they want to. Like, yeah. We had so many conversations. I'm like, it's a choice and blah, blah, blah. I just was like so worried they were going to turn into hating the church. And it couldn't be more opposite with what has happened with my kids. And to be honest, it's these people on the stage right now have been so instrumental in my kids lives and it takes a village and for me I personally think that it took connect for um um for their faith to be sealed all three of them have strong faith and um it just was a total god god plan for all of this and that's really special to see and I have much many more stories I could tell but um that's the one that just hit so hard for me is to see where they're at today because mm -hmm. of um all the people here and the staff I think, I don't need that. Um, <laughs> on that, I, um, I would kind of echo what Casey said because as I look back on our time here at the school coming to an end and moving into the new building, I'm super excited about that. But one of the cool things about being here is I'll always be able to come back to the middle school at any time if I'm here for a graduation or a sports event or something. And I'll look up and I'll kind of remember and think, you know, that's, that's where we used to do baptisms right there. And I'll be able to look up and think that that's where during that first baptism service that we ever had at Connect that both my sons made that choice to be baptized. That um, on the same day actually that Whitney's baptized. Is that right? Emma got baptized? Did she get baptized? No, no, I'll, uh, I'll never remember that. There's another but, uh, one. Write it down. No, seriously, why do I even try? As soon as I start to say something, I was like, no, you're going to be wrong. But Emma got baptized here on another day with someone else. But um, we were sharing this story last night. <laughs> we were sharing this story last night at dinner, and uh, Emma was there, and I said, I'm going to tell the story tomorrow about, you know, when you and Ben and Will got baptized, and she said, actually, she said, Dad, I can remember, because we were talking about spots that you remember in the building, she goes, Dad, I could take you to the place out there in the cafeteria area where I was in kids' church one day, uh, and Miss Alicia, Alicia Bambrick was the, the first kids' pastor we had before Whitney, and she was uh, very instrumental in kind of building the foundation that we have today for Connect Kids. She was leading Miss Alicia, and she said, if any of you would like to ask Jesus into your heart, you can pray that prayer now and ask him to be a part of your life. She said, and Dad, I, I can remember praying that prayer. I can remember making that decision to ask Jesus into my heart. She goes, I can remember where I was sitting, which rug I was sitting on, and just the fact that my daughter will be able to come back to this building and, and kind of point to the spot and say, that's, that's where I was sitting. Um, I think those personally will be such an awesome memory for me. From a pastoral point of view, I got to say that probably the, 
the thing that will always stand out in my mind, as well as all the amazing baptisms, baby dedications, life changes that we've seen take place over the years, would be the morning of November 17th, 2013. We were two months old as a church. I was stood right here preaching, and I could tell there was some disruption going on amongst the congregation. Phones were going off all over the place, and, and in the middle of my message, someone comes up to me and starts talking to me. I'm like, I'm speaking here. But uh, I was aware that something was going on, and they let me know that there had been a tornado warning. So we talked to the uh, custodian, and he said, yeah, what we would do if this was a school day is we'd get everyone into the two locker rooms here. So we, we kind of corralled people into the locker rooms. We got the kids out. And, and for all of you who have lived in Washington long enough, we've been through this enough times that we've been to the basement. You know, we're used to the drills, that kind of thing. But I remember going out there and seeing the tornado approach and going back into these locker rooms and saying, hey, guys, uh, this is for real, so just, you know, uh, stay safe here. And as I walked in, some of our worship team, Justin, was there at the time. He had his guitar, and they were just acoustically singing Amazing Grace. And there was a sense of fear and anxiety in the room, but there was also this incredible sense of peace and just trust in God in that moment. And we were very fortunate that morning. The tornado literally went between this building and uh, the one up the street, the two churches that were full of people that day. Um, but just knowing that in that moment, as we heard it go by and we could feel the building, you know, that we just felt the presence of God. And there are, there are stories I know of families who are here this morning who's, who lost their homes while they were here at church and just uh, crazy things. But for us as a church, it was just, I'll never forget just that presence of God that morning just watching over us in that spot. So, so um, we're a portable church for six years now almost. We've been setting up and tearing down every week. We've been creating this space. And uh, it's been a great experience to be able to do that. It'll be nice to have our own building and to finally go in and just turn on the lights and we'll be ready to go. But there has been some benefits and some cool things about being portable. So just over the last few years, what are some of the things that um, you reflect on some of the highlights of being portable, maybe even some of the things you'll miss about not being portable anymore. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, there's, there's just something about it. I mean, the, the work and the dedication that, and the camaraderie of the people that are here. I mean, I've been here hundreds of mornings now at 7 a.m., and there's these, like, these people, these guys that just like, and, and gals that just show up and and, you know, there's people that I've met and that I know that I don't even really talk to during church or at church, but I know them from setup and yeah. from teardown. And it's yeah. like, that's pretty cool to be, I've built relationships and know people and, and that sort of stuff just because of the time you spent here when it's kind of quiet in the morning, you're hanging out and just be able to talk to some people. So that's kind of been special for me. And uh, that's, that's it. No, I agree. Um, I think, I know we talk a lot at Connect about serving, um, and I think one of the best ways to, like, see someone's character and to grow um, relationally with each other and grow in a relationship uh, with God is by serving, and I think you really start to see people's hearts when year after year, Sunday after Sunday, they just are here, and you're not asking them, you know, you're not, like, mm -hmm. at the beginning, we were like, is someone going to be here to set the stage up? Is someone going to be here to get sound? Is someone going to be here to make sure the coffee's made? Like, we don't even ask that question anymore. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. We do coordinate that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it's not like a, I remember sometimes at the beginning, it was like, hopefully we're going to have sound today. Hopefully we're going to have lights today. <laughs> and just to see the same people coming back over and over again, um, it, really, it really shows. And I know, so 
being portable is, I think, way harder than working at any other church. I think give way more to do, and people can argue differently, whatever. Um, but especially uh, with doing youth and doing creative and worship and all that stuff, um, it, there's a lot that we, that we do, personally, Caitlin and I do. And I remember uh, when we had our first uh, son, he, when he was first born, he was in the NICU for like all this stuff was going on. We didn't know what was going on with him for a month. And I literally didn't come to church for a month. I didn't come to work for a month. I didn't do yeah. anything. And the people that continue to step up and continue to volunteer in this team and Dave and Casey never were like, so when are you coming back? Uh, I mean, it wasn't even like a question. And people stepped up and were like, hey, while you're gone, we got this. And I didn't even... I mean, I'm assuming services happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have to hear a thing about it. And it was so cool to see those volunteers do that. And then even uh, a few months later, we found out uh, he was diagnosed with uh, leukemia. And we were going down to Memphis for uh, three days. We left on a Sunday afternoon. And we were going to, you know, I'll be back by Wednesday. Um, and we left with two pairs of clothes because we were like, oh, we're just <laughs> staying overnight. We're coming back. That turned into over a month being there. Um, and Chris and our youth team and uh, everyone from the um, staff and from the worship side, they just jumped in and took over. And I think that's something that's really cool about a portable church is that you can take staff members away um, and you guys still make it all happen mm -hmm. just as good, if not better than how it was. So that was really something yeah. special, but I can't wait to not set up and tear down anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It I mean, I think many of you are part of that story, you know, who have stepped up to set up and tear down, and we don't, you don't get that in an established church in a regular building, so it created more opportunities to serve, and Justin's right, because that culture was there when the need presented itself, people stepped in and filled that, so, you got a story? Well, mine is more of a, I'm glad we're not going to be portable anymore, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, so during second service, I'm normally out in the kitchen cleaning up coffee pots. And um, this particular Sunday, I think I had work in the nursery for a little bit, so I was late doing all my little jobs. So um, I got to the, once I got to the kitchen, Andy was there, and he had already started cleaning up. So he's like, oh, good, you're here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do the rest. Don't worry. He's like, that stuff over there is all clean. We have this big cart that we put everything on, and we roll it away and put it away for the week. And he goes, all that stuff's clean. I'm like, oh, cool, okay, I'll just clean this stuff and then get it all put away. So I finished cleaning all the dishes, put them on the cart, and then there was these two, our little coffee, our, our huge coffee huge dispensers coffee. out there. Um, those were on the floor there. So I just assumed that he said all that was clean. So I yanked it. It's, it's heavy, awkward, I'm short, so I have to, like, hoist it up and throw it on this cart. So I, I just grabbed it and just threw it up on this cart, and it was still full of all the hot coffee. So I was drenched in coffee, the whole cart, all the clean dishes, there was coffee, it was covered, so I had to redo everything. Needless to say, it was not a very good cleanup day, so I'm ready for new systems and new cleanup and more people to help with that. Yes. You got one? Yep. <laughs> Um, so one thing I'm going to miss, see, I'm the positive one. Everybody's <laughs> saying how they cannot wait, but, um, I'm going to miss. So I've been on staff for almost two years now and my, I have a daughter. Um, she just turned six, but 
she has come with me every single morning to set up. And I think maybe one time she didn't come because she was sick or something. But, and I never, I've never asked her to come. I've never made her come. She gets out of bed and gets herself dressed because she wants to be here with me every single Sunday morning to help me set out the buckets and the bags and everything. And she just just has this servant heart where I don't know where she gets it. I just, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know, but I, she just loves it. And I just, it's been our thing. So every Sunday we leave together and it's just uh, a, a me and Reese thing. She helps me and um, she's, Honestly, I, I don't know what I would do without her help. And it's just been so awesome to see her kind of grow in that and take ownership, ownership of it and see her just her heart just want to do it. Um, so that's going to be a, a sad thing for me. But I do have a one moment where I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Um, I'm done with the portable. So <laughs> I am known to lose things, lose my keys, whatever. There was one time I put my keys in one of the carts locked it up and my cart is like one of the last ones or one of the first ones on there yeah. and no one was going to get the carts back out <laughs> so I had to wait all week to get my car keys back because they were in I don't even know what number my cart is but it was all the way in the trailer and no one was gonna help me so they I had to wait a week to get my car keys back because they were in the trailer spare, locked up. I don't have a spare. I only have one. <laughs> I so I don't that. know what so I did that week. I just didn't drive for a week. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a moment where I'm like, yeah, I'm done with the portable thing. Nice. So, um, so the last question I want to ask is what you're looking forward to in the new building. And I'll start by segueing from what I'm not going to miss about being portable to what I am going to look forward to in the new building. Um, I've loved being portable. There's a lot of good things about it. But one of the drawbacks is, is that we have some very creative people on the team. We have some great ideas for things we want to incorporate services. And uh, Justin, Kate, and I, we'd had this idea for Easter one year. You said you weren't going to tell the well, story. Well, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> allude to the story. Well, because, and I'll tell you why. Because, because we're renting this space, that meant that we couldn't get in the school to try it until the night before Easter. So there was a night where we were here, the night before Easter, till I think almost midnight, and I'm not going to tell you what we were doing, but it involves trying to throw a tennis ball over that beam up there with a piece of string attached to it, because we had this great creative idea. That's all I'm going to tell you, because what I'm looking forward to the new building is that we will be able to do this now, because we'll have days in advance to prepare it, Justice like, no, we are doing it. That will happen one Easter, and you will be able to say, I know what he's talking about, because I remember him telling me about that story. So uh, what else are you guys looking forward to in the new building? So, um, one, getting to sleep in a little bit, but, <laughs> but, but really I don't, I don't want to, I want to serve just as much or more, but I want, now I can really do the things I've always wanted to do. I don't, I don't really want to do set up and tear down. <laughs> I just did it cause the need was there and I'm like, sure, I'll do whatever needs to be done. So, I mean, I really would like to rather, I'd rather be the, out there trying to, you know, make connections with new people that are yeah. coming to the church. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to being able to serve in that capacity and to do kind of some different things, um, and then just launching a new church is exciting. I remember the first Sunday here when we had our grand opening and like we had that moon man thing up yeah, there. Yeah. You know, it was like there was so much excitement around that. Yeah. And I remember that Sunday just like yesterday. And it was, I mean, it was, there was so much excitement around a new church in Washington. 
And I feel like that's going to happen again. And so I'm like, that's really exciting because I know there's a lot of new, there's so many more people that are, you know, need a church or are looking for a church. And mm -hmm. this will just be another opportunity to get some more people and bring them in. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. But, but mostly I'm looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday <laughs> and this nine foot LED screen and having a cool party there. <laughs> So for me, I will say this, so this building, I feel like has just transformed my life more than I feel like any of you will ever, ever know. And I, am I going to cry? I don't know. You might. Um, <laughs> no. um, but um, so it's changed my life. It's changed my family's life, my kid's life. And I've just seen so many lives transformed in just this building that we're in one time a week. And I just can't wait to see what this new building is going to do that we can utilize every day for small groups and for, for, you know, people meeting for coffee and talking or just whatever. And I just can't wait to see whose lives will be touched by just this building alone. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, this building has done so much for so many people, um, more than probably will ever realize. Yeah. Um, which I just think this new chapter is just going to be on a whole nother level. So I'm excited for that. It's good. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to having somewhere to call home. Um, we've loved it here and well, there, there will be things that we miss about here, mm -hmm. but, um, I think there's just something, there's just a settling about having a home. And I can't wait to see what other opportunities we can do instead of putting so much um, effort into being portable and flying by the seat of our pants and trying to make something happen <laughs> um, just on a Sunday morning. I just feel like there's so much more opportunity. And I just keep thinking, like Whitney, the people that um, are still out there, that this building will be a tool for them to come into and feel home to and create their their home church. So there's just, in our mind, we've put, we've put so much in this building and we can't wait for you all to um, love it as much as we do and um, feel home too because I feel like the most exciting thing to, to, to happen is going to be when the community realizes that it's there for them too and um, just the sky's the limit, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm saying something. <laughs> I wasn't planning. Um, I'm I excited. Make Caitlin say something, but oh, she, yeah. you just you, saved her. I don't have there oh, we go. Well, I just was going to, like, echo what they said. I think that, like Chris said, he didn't, like, think that his job was going to be, like, set up and tear down. But I think there's so many people in our church that they have, like, other gifts that God has put inside of them and they may not even know that yet, mm. but as they see these new positions open up and these new ways that they can serve, I think that it's gonna let, like allow God to move in their lives even more than they could yeah. just setting up a chair. Like that's obviously really important too, yeah. but it's gonna be cool, like Case said, to like let us um, like kind of sky be the limit because yeah. we did have a lot of limitations here. So yeah. that'll be cool. Yeah, with like limitations, like Dave said, like the creative ideas and things like that. Like I'm excited that we can do things like that. And I mean, I even remember, so like Steve Brown is back on sound right now, Steve and Laura Brown, and they like do sound and, and tech and computer and stuff and like everything always goes wrong on their week. And I remember, and not because of them, it's just, and that's not what I meant. I mean, everything just like, like for some reason, we, it, it's not their fault, but we just like won't have 
anything. And I remember one Sunday morning, we, like, we start at 9.30, and we start, like, 9.32-ish, and it, we were trying to get sound working, and we had no sound at all, and it was, like, 9.15, yeah. and we still had no sound, like, nothing. The band had practiced once. We hadn't done anything. Dave wasn't going to be able to preach, like, all this stuff. So, and we couldn't get our speakers working for some reason, so <clears throat> we ran over, we took the trailer, ran over to our other building, like, that we have our youth stuff at, and, like, the midweek stuff, and we just, like, tore the entire system, sound system down, ran in here, and, like, the band was on stage, ready to go, there's still no sound, everyone's just looking at them, and, like, we jumped in here, and everyone was just, like, plugging in cables, and we, like, plugged a cable in, at like 9.35, and it worked. And <laughs> the band just went. Um, and it was just amazing to see, like, the scrounging around, but I'm excited that uh, Steve and Laura won't have to, hopefully, uh, deal with that kind of thing <laughs> on, on a regular basis. Yeah, I like to think of it that Steve and Laura are the ones that save the day. Yes, every they time. did. They, they, they should be the ones that, anytime there's a problem, they're the ones that are here helping us save the day. Hey, I want to wrap up with a few thoughts, but would you join me in thanking the team for being a part of... Uh, sharing their stories this morning. I want to close out here this morning with just a couple of thoughts, and then we're going to take communion together. I thought, what more uh, fitting way than finishing out our time here at Washington Middle School by uh, taking communion. But it was 2,135 days ago that we had our very first service here at Connect Church. That's five years, 10 months, and one week ago. So that means that those chairs that you're sitting on have been set up 305 times. Actually, it's probably more like 295 because we had some snow days in there somewhere. Um, and they've been stacked up and put away. And this morning, for the very last time, they'll be stacked. The mats will be rolled. Everything will be put back on the trailer and we'll be all done at Washington Middle School. Now, I do want to give you a little opportunity here this morning, an exciting opportunity, and that is that very shortly our service will come to an end and people will start tearing down and loading it all into the trailer. You are more than welcome to stay and help. And then in years to come, when we're in our new building and I start talking about the days when we were in the portable church and people stopped to help set up and tear down, you can turn to your neighbor and say, that was me. I was a part of that team because you signed up today and you gave 100% commitment. You served every day that was required of you in our uh, setup and teardown. But, uh, but no, seriously, stay in help. Anyway, um, here's what I wanted to close, up with, close out with. Just that this one final thought. That is that as of next week, things will never be the same again. As of next week, things for us here at Connect Church will never be the same again. Now, that's in many ways an amazing thing. It's a great thing. We won't have to set up and tear down. We'll have an auditorium where the, the sound's already set, and we haven't got to set it up every single week. We'll have kids' rooms that are already set up and aren't being used as a band room during the week. So in many ways, it's very exciting that things will never be the same again. But in some ways, there's going to be a little bit of a challenge because for many of us, this has become what we understand to be church. This has become our experience of church. And, and as is the case in life, very often when, when change comes about, when new things happen, we find ourselves excited about some of the new things, but maybe even missing some of the old things. Well, I used to like the way we did this, or I used to like sitting in that chair there, or I used to like 
the time of the service. Because as of two weeks from today, there will be 9 and 10.30 instead of 9.30 and 11. So there'll be some things that we'll look back on and we may think, well, well, I missed that. But the reality is, life is full of seasons. And that's okay. In fact, Solomon, one of the wisest men ever to have lived, he talked about this. He said, there's a time to live and a time to die. A time to, to laugh and a time to cry. He talked about seasons changing. Do you know one of the things he said in that verse in Ecclesiastes 3, 2? He said, there's a time to plant and a time to uproot. We planted this church in Washington Middle School six years ago. And as of next week, we will uproot from here and we'll put down new roots in what will be our permanent home, our brand new home. As of next week, we'll no longer be a church plant. We'll be an established church here in the community. And we're really excited about that. And we're really excited about the opportunities that it brings. But for some of us, there will be times where things will feel different. And we may wish for the things of the past. One of the um, visions we've got for this building is to, to call it the Connect Center. So on Sundays, Connect Church will have their services there, but, but during the week, this will become known as a place in the community where people can gather and have meetings and connect with one another, and church activities can play, take place, but community activities can take place as well. And some of us might say, well, I used to like it when it was just us, you know, that we didn't have to share it, that we could come on a Sunday and it was just for us, and now we've got all these things going on. But the reality is we feel like God has called us to connect our community to Christ and we feel like this building will be a wonderful way to do that. So I want to challenge you this morning as we close out in our last service in Washington Middle School that you would join me in reflecting and remembering and celebrating the past but also be willing to, to anticipate with excitement what the future holds. These guys are going to make their way forward in a moment here. You can come right forward now. We're going to um, get ready to take communion. And communion is a wonderful opportunity for us to do just that when we think about Jesus. We get to reflect back. Thanks, Todd. We get to reflect back on what Jesus did 2,000 years ago in that he gave his life for us. They're going to go ahead and start passing this along. If you've never been here when we take communion before, you're welcome to join us. Just go ahead and take a piece of the bread and the cup, and then we'll drink it together here in a moment. You know, communion is that time when we reflect back and we remember what Jesus did. You see, Jesus, 2,000 years ago, he gave his life, he died, he rose again. And that day, he, he won a victory, the victory over death, and sickness and disease and he, he won that victory but we still experience that brokenness in our lives today we still have to deal with with sickness and divorce and pain and heartbreak and brokenness and that will continue on until one day Jesus returns again as king that's the future that we get to look forward to so we get to look back at the past and celebrate the day that Jesus won the victory. And we also get to look ahead to that future day where, where all the pain and suffering will go and Jesus will return. And here we are living in the middle, looking to share with others what, what the difference Jesus has made in our lives. 
looking to connect others to that same Jesus who loves them so much and is desperate to have a relationship with them. So we reflect back on the great price that was paid and we remember that and we look forward with excitement. And I hope as we close this chapter here at Washington Middle School that you will always look back on this this period of time with with fondness and, and memories of the great things that God did. But that you'll also look ahead with excitement for all he is still to do. I believe our best days are yet to come. So we're going to take communion together this morning and then we're going to finish with one last song. And I'll come up and close and pray and we'll close this chapter of Connect's story. And be excited for a new chapter to begin next week. Let's take the bread together. Lord Jesus, I can think of no more fitting thing to be the very last thing we do here at Washington Middle School than take communion, than to remember the great price, Jesus, that you paid for us in allowing your body to be broken, your blood to be shed for us. You did that because you loved us so much. And Father, for the last five or six years, dozens of people, maybe hundreds of people, have seen their lives change as a result of what we are celebrating today in this communion. So thank you, Jesus, for what you did. Let's drink together. Lord, I'm looking forward to the next time I take communion in our brand new location, celebrating again the great victory that you won. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in us and through us over these last five or six years and for all that you will do in the future. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.